everyone, welcome back to another episode of Girlfriend's Guy Podcast. Thank you guys for sticking with us and have been catching up on our um, YouTube. Um, if you haven't subscribed to our YouTube channel, go ahead and click that subscribe button. Today we are excited. We have another interesting episode for you. And to start off, let me introduce myself. I am your host, Ellie. I'm your host, Tati. And like I said, today we have an interesting episode for you. And like usual, what we usually do is that we, you know, catch up. And after we catch up, we do the meme of the week. And today's very interesting episode is going to be here with one of our guests, which I will introduce in a bit. And to start off, Tati and I will just, you know, catch up and like let you guys know what's been going on. So Any, anything this weekend, for you? we had like a little gathering with our friends. We called it Manifestation Weekend. Good vibes, good food. We did um vision boards. Mm. You write the negativity on the plates. You break the plates. Oh, we... we... <laughs> um, we, we broke um, the plates. Planted mustard seeds, and if you guys who don't know mustard seeds, it's kind of like go in the Bible. It's we'll it's faith based. Yeah. you know the mustard seeds are so small, but they you grow. know grow. My mustard my mustard seed started to grow. Same. Yeah. Who was watering your mustard seeds? Don't worry about it, sweetheart. Don't worry about it. Don't worry. Don't worry about it. It's anyways, teamwork over here. Anyways, yeah, it was a really really good weekend. Um, it was just full of fun. Like all responsibilities stopped. Me and Ellie were trying to see what we can do for the podcast during the weekend because we were all done up. We're just like, nah, we're just going to enjoy the weekend and not think about work, school, the podcast, anything. Yeah. It was lit. And we all know um, the importance of manifestation. When I thought of doing this, I was just like, I wanted to just come together with one of my girls. Like, if you guys have a group of girls that you're pretty close with, or it doesn't even have to be a big group, I think it's amazing in the beginning of the year or even mid-year to come together and really just set up your goals, your expectations, yeah. you know, and like, you know, create a positive energy for the mm-hmm. year. So that's exactly what we did. And I'm so thankful that I had these amazing girls um, to plan this with. Yeah, that's fun. Yeah, and um, I got braids. <laughs> Y'all see it? Yeah, the last time you saw her, she didn't have this. I, I have this. You're going to see the hairstyle switch up, okay? I didn't have this. So um, I got my hair... Um, Touch by Touch by Rose. Um, she's in Malden. So um, I'm going to put it in our... Um, description and um i will let you guys know if you guys love my hair and want to get your hair braided you guys can dm dm us um you can follow us on girlfriend's guy podcast and message us so that's girlfriend girlfriend's guy underscore podcast so go ahead and follow us since we plug in here people (laughs) you know y'all seen this already but it was done by um oh hair by amara she was in rosendale she just moved to Hyde park so go ahead and follow her these are soft locks 24 inches so, you yeah. see, you see the length of this, baby. You see this? You see this? So this is the longest I've got in my braids, you know. And like, I was taking my picture on Instagram. It was like dangling on my butt, and I like that. I don't think I'm getting anything shorter, shorter. than this. <laughs> this is this is a whole vibe. It this is. is a whole vibe. I like it. it. I like it. I've always seen girls, um, you know, with their hair sudeyeo, like on their butt, though. and I'm just like, I don't think I want to do that. But no, Not I like the this height. look. I like it. Right. Yeah. Um, so stay tuned, guys. There's always going to be more for us to catch up on. Mm-hmm. So we're going to dive into this episode. Mm-hmm. So I'm going to go ahead and introduce our guest for today, our Excited. special guest. And today's conversation is going to be interesting. It's going to be juicy. It's going to be spicy. Get your pen and paper. <laughs> yes. And to be honest, if you're listening to this on audio, I mean, gladly still listen. We love to see the listens go up. 
But y'all gonna wanna visually see this episode. Yes. So y'all head over to the YouTube if you're not already to watch this. Exactly. So today we have with us Coco, the conversational freak. All right, guys. So um, we're so excited that she was able to come with us and meet with us and have this podcast. You know, people are busy. She's a whole entrepreneur. Yo, okay? Whole entrepreneur. I just want to say congratulations to you because, yo, guys, you know what I'm saying? She's right here for us. I'm trying to look through it. <laughs> it's hard. <laughs> so I just want to say congrats because when we first talked to you, um, in terms of doing this, we saw you on Instagram doing your thing. But I swear, literally, the day after, it was like boom, 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 boom for you. Like announcements after announcements. Yes. Doing thing. And I'm just like, yo, we just like... We she, just talked to her. And sh- so many things already. So congratulations to you doing your thing. Thank you so much for... Um, joining us on this podcast and you know just helping helping the people helping yes us. educating us i she had she's had had live shows and you know we're here to learn and when we find people we can learn from we're bringing them to we're you guys so yes. thank you girl for joining us and we're about to dive into this conversation yeah. so why don't you go ahead and you know give them a short little a little snippet of who you are and let's save the the, the, juicy, the stuff. juicy stuff but go ahead give them a small little sip, snippet of who you are okay so i am like they said coco the conversational freak i talk about sex openly and confidently but i also help brands build their businesses i am basically the person on instagram who's unconventional and confident about being unconventional because on that one platform i teach business and i teach about sex so the classes i've done before i've done the art of fellatio if you don't know what fellatio is aka how to suck dick class as well as sexual confidence in writing, how to ride your partner. That's something a lot of women had issues with. So I decided to make a class about it. It was me and my partner and we would do demos. It wasn't like no OnlyFans. We had we had clothes on. <laughs> it's okay. <laughs> but yeah, I just host classes like that. And then like on my Instagram, I just have those like open discussions or I'll just have those talks and be able to create that space where people can feel comfortable. And I tell people, if you're not comfortable answering in the comments, hop in my inbox because I'm not the type where it's just like, I'm going to leave you on read. If I do, you on read for a couple hours, I will get back to you, though. That's amazing. That's great. And that you have an interaction with your audience and they're able to, like, you know, talk to you, talk to you like mm-hmm. their personal coach. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. We need that in this world. We, we do. We do. <laughs> All right. So to start off, we usually have a meme. And a meme is usually like either a post or something that we saw that we like that's juicy and spicy, like we said this episode is going to be like. So the meme of the week for today. So Tati and I saw this post and we just want to share with you. So the post says, if it's not hard, it's not worth. And it says doing and it crosses out doing and it's writing. I'll read it again. So if it's not hard, it's not worth doing. Cross that out. Writing. Mm-hmm. So let's start talking to our yes. What do you think about that? Valid. <laughs> That's a period. It's not hard. What are you writing? Yeah. Because when they're, okay, so when their penis is soft, it's just kind of like that, that kind of hurts. If you as a person have your weight on an, Soft penis. So you, so for, okay, we obviously have people who are watching this or listening to this that are not used to this. So you want to ride a dick that is hard to start off. Okay, you know what happened? Hold on. 
We gotta start like beginner style. <laughs> okay, so let's 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 just take this into two different avenues, right? So let's say actually you can. You can. I'm gonna take that back. Because sometimes you can do it because some men actually have a hard time just getting hard like automatically. So they might start off soft, but you being on top of them and seeing you naked, that can actually get him hard. So you can write it in the writing motion without it being inside of you. And you could just use it as like a clip stimulator for you. So now it's not necessarily writing for penetration, but it's writing as foreplay. Okay, so okay. you can ride. You can ride soft. You can ride a soft dick for mm-hmm. foreplay. Foreplay. Yeah, that's interesting. Okay, so I'm happy we got into this because it. This is our our first. This is not our first question, girl. This is not our first question. So to start off our juicy, spicy conversation episode. So our first question is: A lot of women feel self conscious about being on top. What are some tips to feeling more confident? when you're riding and what are the different ways to ride? <laughs> She's like, let me get, let me get real comfortable. Let me put my hair in a ponytail. Let me put it to the side. Um, so, okay. There was, that was like three questions. So the first yes. thing that we're going to talk about is the self-confidence part, riding on top. Sometimes it, there's so many different scenarios. Like if your partner had multiple females as partner, that's going, and you didn't have a lot of male partners, so you feel inexperienced. You already may be in your head in like a sense of like, dang, he he had sex with like twenty females before me, and I only had three sex partners. And you you got to be able to get out of here. That's one. Number two, if it's like a weight issue, girl, you better he listen. If he's already hard and you about to ride him, that means you already turn him on. So you being self-conscious, a lot of women, their self-consciousness is literally all from them. And it comes from social media. It's never really their partner, unless that partner is mentally abusive. But we're talking about healthy relationships. Someone who's just like, obviously, he wants to sleep with you. So girl, you better ride that shit off into the sunset. And it's just like, (laughs) by, by you showing that lack of confidence, that whole energy will control what happens in the bedroom. Mm, okay so it's just like the way you if you're not confident in writing it's going to show in the way you're acting and you'll you'll be hesitant and you'll be tense and your body will literally as much as you try to act like it your energy will manifest in your body language Mm, that's true that's very true your mindset going in i don't know if you gotta smoke weed drink a couple drinks just to loosen up but if you already know you're self-conscious or you're going to be uptight, do some things that will loosen you up and make you feel more comfortable. Mm-hmm. Would you suggest for girls to, I know a lot of people suggest this, like even when they're home to like really like love up on their body, like put yes, some yes. music on, dance, really like, like take your phone, look in the mirror and really yeah. like love your body and like even caress your own body. Mm-hmm. Because yeah, I yeah. feel like that self-love really, you know, it, 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 it can help you build your confidence. Yeah, yeah. For sure. I definitely like tell people all the time, like it it just it's just funny how a lot of the times the things that we ask from our partners are things that we're unable to give ourselves. So that's why there's so much of an expectation from that person. But then it becomes something that's like a pressure because for you it's something that you need. We need physical touch, we need human contact. So it's just like when you when your partner's not giving it to you. You're just like, well, you, 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 and you put all this pressure on them. But if you 
normalized giving it to yourself where it's just like, okay, so I'm going to take, to me, it's like, oh, you don't want to touch me or you're, you're tired or whatever the case is. That should be your opportunity to be like, you know what? I'm going to run myself a bath. I'm going to do this. So then it's just like, okay, cool. You can show that you understand. You can be pissed because you ain't getting some dick. But you don't, <laughs> you, ain't, you don't have to put that much pressure. It's just like, well, why? It's like, you better go in the bathroom. Mm-hmm. On your hot bath water. Mm-hmm. And love on yourself. <laughs> literally. literally. Okay. Nice, yeah. And what were what are some tips or like um different ways that Ooh, you can especially the tip, sorry, Ellie, the tip because you know the busted challenge is on and going right now. And not everyone got stallion needs. Some people got glass needs. Mm-hmm. You know, it was breaking. So yeah. especially with the riding, how how do you help the sisters with the glass needs? I'm so mad. <laughs> she said the glass Not knees. the glass knees. So it's crazy because I just did a writing class. And that is something that we spoke about. The replay is available, y'all. So if you... <laughs> One thing that I would say is there's a way to ride where it's just like you can literally, on the bed, put two pillows, well, one on each knee, right next to him so your knees don't feel that pressure depending on what kind of mattress you have it alleviates some of that pressure off of your knees. Okay. And also, you don't... Honestly, people think you have to ride and you have to be, like, on your feet, which you really don't. You can be on your knees, on the bed, and it's literally all in your hips, where it's not so much of a... You met the style with the dancer. She got a lot of... A lot of us out here a little insecure. Cause <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, how, sis? But... When it comes to the actual sex act, you don't necessarily have to use your knees or like feet planted on the bed. You can be on your knees. You can use those pillows. Use your hips. And sometimes, honestly, and this is something we talked about and I won't give too much because it's on the replay, but there are ways to distract him from how you ride. Because men are visual people. So where can our um, listeners find that? Oh, on my Instagram. Okay. <laughs> and we'll, we'll, we'll let you guys know the deets at the end. And I like how you said So there's a way to distract him, like using the body parts that you're most comfortable in. Like, let's talk about what you just said, the busset challenge. Yes, it was based off of busset, but there were busset challenge girls who knew, all right, my butt ain't big, my knees ain't great. So what did they do? They emphasized the parts of them that they were most confident about. Some of them, it was reading. Some of them, it was just the fact that they could dress really well. Some of them was the fact that I do have bad knees, so I'm going to emphasize the fact that I do, but I'm still bad. Right, right. So it was taking what was the norm. was just like, oh, it's about your knees and how well you could pop in. It's just like, well, I'm going to reverse it and make it my own. And it was still the busted challenge, but when you saw that girl, it was just like, damn, she's not confident with her badass. Right. Mm-hmm. And you can see the confidence. Yeah, and yeah. I also exactly. I also think it's important because love men love men love confidence. They love confidence. Mm-hmm. They see it. They know when a woman is confident and mm-hmm. they love it. So it's important mm-hmm. for you to be the same way when you're out when you're out and you go party and you go anywhere else and you're confident, it's the same way when even when you're in the bedroom too. You, you should always to, yeah. be um, yeah. confident. Yes. So I also wanted to ask you regarding like, um, so if there's men who either have their girlfriend or they have their wives and they want their girlfriend to, you know, you know, ride, but not a lot of time girls love riding, you know? So how can they ask, you know, can you ride me? Can you ride me tonight? (laughs) 
Can you ride this? Like, how can they ask and, like, really persuade their girls or their wives to ride? One, I think we could all agree as women, we love when men are understanding. Yeah. Mm -hmm. We love when guys do things without us having to ask. That's true. So it's just kind of like, okay, you know your partner, you know your wife, you know what she likes. My thing is, instead of just, because here's my thing. If all day I was cooking, cleaning, or running around, or doing my thing, and then I come home, the first thing you do is ask me how to ride it. It's just like, first of all, nigga, no. (laughs) It's like, what did you, what? Because in our head, it's just like, so you want me to do all this and do, because we see as we're doing it for you. Mm -hmm. And then we're just kind of like, well, what'd you do all day? What makes you deserve it? So it's just like, sometimes it's just in the moment that they ask, it's just like, bro, it was a bad time. Like, you, yeah. Or it's just setting up that mood for her to even want to ride, where it's just like, if I come home and you cooked and you ran my bath water and you just caressing my head, and you can, you can lead us where you want us to but y'all just be coming out the gate like a lot of men just don't know how to lead (laughs) they don't know how to lead so we know that's the secret guys that's the key word you gotta lead exactly so it's not always about the thing is sometimes we even be like we don't like to be even be asked it's just like if you take the lead and you're doing foreplay correctly and you're focused on me for the first five to ten fifteen minutes when you ask me to do it's it's kind of be it's gonna be more unlikely for me to be like no, unless the girl's selfish. But now I'm going to be more likely to do what you want me to do because just like okay, you got me there. Yeah, mm-hmm. that, I like how you mentioned that because a lot of time foreplay is not even a thing in their minds. It's just like okay, let's let me just go get this nut and boom. And it's like yeah, no, yeah, so we all too. know women require and deserve a little bit more in the beginning in order to get us where we need to go. So for you to completely disregard my needs, but expect me to get on top and do all of... You're funny. You're real funny. Real, real funny. All right. Let's move on to our second question. How can someone have a healthy sex life after sexual trauma, rape or abuse, and reclaim their sex life? And how can somebody support their partner dealing with this trauma? And I brought up this question because I've been seeing a lot. I've learned a lot on your um, social media, your Instagram, just more of like, you know, trauma, um, trauma during in your sex life and how you can like reclaim your sex life. So I want you to share with our listeners, um, I'm going to ask the question again so it's pretty clear for you. How can someone have a healthy sex life after sex sexual trauma? And how can somebody support their partner that's dealing with this? So there's a lot of different layers to this. I recently uh, just wrote an article on Black Love about this. And a lot of it, it, it goes different ways where it's just like when the trauma happens, the person can either become hypersexual. So it's just like, it's almost like a way to prove to themselves that they're okay and nothing happened, or they're looking for something that they've lost on the inside. And they manifest that through having a lot of sex with different people and all that stuff. Or you're a person that kind of just retreats from it. And it's just like, I want no parts. I want no memories. This is triggering altogether. Boom. A lot of the work that needs to be done is really, really internal talking to a therapist, just talking to someone and just doing that internal work in order to get back to yourself. Because it's almost like you feel like you lost something, like you lost a part of you. So then what ends up happening is you try to find all these different outlets to kind of 
cope and not cope at the same time because you're like, I don't want to relive those memories. But at the same time, I just still feel like there's a part of me that's so violated. So it's really just doing a lot of mental soul searching work where it's just like just spending time alone in your thoughts and actually being able to face it and understanding that there is no time limit, meaning, oh, well, I'm healed. And it's just like, no, there are days you're going to feel fine. And it could be like two, three, four, five years later, it, something just triggers you. And I still personally experience this where something triggers you and you just let off. And you're just like, Ooh, I, thought I, I thought I was over that. But, but, you, but you're not. And it's being very open and honest with your partner. That's going to be key because if not, it ends up volatile. I'll give you an example. Like, let's say... This person knows you have a past. They know of the past, but they don't know your triggers because you've never dealt with triggers. So you can't even identify what caused these certain reactions. Like I know for me, my partner had this thing where he, one, I'm going to just say this because you know, I ain't shy. Like I personally enjoy giving head. Don't get me wrong. Okay. I enjoy it. He enjoys it too. Shit. But the thing is, Tease your partner. Is like, when he takes his hand, he puts it on the back of my head. Mm. That's very triggering for me. So that is something, instead of just lashing out, I've been able to navigate what my triggers are and identify them where I can be like, where I'm triggered, but it's just like, okay, I know what I'm triggered by. And I sit down, I'm like, don't do that to me because X, Y, Z. And he's just like, I'm so, like, there's no argument. He doesn't question it. He's just like, I'm sorry. Like, I didn't, I didn't know. So if I was not able to identify those triggers, that he might have done that, and then it continued, but then I'm lashing out in other different ways. I may lash, lashing out doesn't mean it's going to happen right then and there, but my whole attitude and energy can change throughout the rest of the day. And he's just like, what? We just had bomb sex. Like, what? what's wrong with you? What's going on? Yeah, what happened? Yeah. But again, that started off with me doing the work, not, okay... I'm still doing the work and then jumping into a relationship knowing that I'm still figuring things out. If you're not comfortable disclosing information, that may be a sign that, okay, I'm not ready for a relationship because if these things were to come up, I wouldn't know how to handle it. Mm, and how do you disclose these information with your partner? Like, first you got to feel comfortable, but how do you bring this up for someone who might not, you know, know how to bring this up? Like, how can you bring it up to your partner and have them like, making sure that they really understand where you're coming from so what i would personally do i wouldn't just bring up my past i would bring up certain topics and see what their views are so let's say there was something that had happened similar to me and i'm just like dang that's that's so messed up like i can't believe that happened and if he's just like yeah like i don't i don't even know if i could handle being with someone who has all that baggage blah blah, blah. Boop. now i'm just kind of like hmm okay hmm. now i kind of know how i should move and step forward because again it takes two in a relationship, but you know what's best for you. Mm -hmm. So now I can, because the thing is, when a guy's trying to get in your pants, especially in the beginning stages, of course he's going to act like, oh yeah, oh yeah, I'm understanding. But I want to know your views in an unbiased state first before I bring up my situation because now I know what you think of people who go through trauma as people with baggage and drama. Okay, you can't deal with that. So my name's not going to be all up in your mouth in your friend circle telling my business. Right. If you are me, I don't care. But if you're a girl who's just more private and just thought 
because men have this way of making us think that we're the one mm. and it's like, talk about it mm-hmm. that's absolutely right and Ooh. like what are, and what are some tips that you can give to like someone who's in a relationship for example a guy who's also dealing with their girl that's also you know recovering from a, a trauma a sexual mm-hmm. trauma how can they be supportive and be there for this individual Don't act like you understand. And what I mean by that is don't act like you know exactly what she's going through. We don't want to feel like a victim. We don't want to feel like, oh my God, you know, saying sorry, like, I'm sorry that happened to you, blah, 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 is cool. But when you're like, yeah, and you you act like you were in the situation, it's almost like, all right, you're doing too much now. Like, I want to feel supported. I want to feel like you want to learn without pushing me so it's don't question it well what did you do what happened it's just like all right you need to let me come to you like I need to give her that comfort level of coming to you when she's ready don't ask her questions like and then what happened but blah 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 but if she's like so this 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 you can ask questions along the lines of well if there's anything that I has there ever been anything that I've done that has triggered you that you feel is it when you insert yourself in a way of, well, how can I learn to help you in this journey? How can we walk in this journey together instead of you trying to figure out what happened? Let her navigate her feelings and ask her questions to help and aid instead of just, wow, I kind of want to know, like, dang, what happened? It's just like, don't make her relive that situation. Right. That's really good. That's really good. I like that. Very great. All right. We'll move on to our third question. How long should... Um, how long should sex last and how can someone build their endurance? I've always heard different, like, oh, sex should be, you know, I can go 45 minutes. I can go an hour. I want to add to that question. What do you consider sex? Because some people say the last thing is literally from penetration and then you take out or people consider foreplaying it all. Because to me, I would consider foreplaying everything because we're not getting there without that. So that has to be you, you in heard, my opinion. You heard sis said earlier that riding a dick, um, a soft dick is foreplay. Foreplay. So that's it. To me, that's included. People don't count that. I don't know. What do you no, think? No, that's included to me. Me personally, that's included. Because, yeah, no. If you can bring <laughs> a hard body for like 45 minutes to an hour, c'est pas moi même. I'm not the one. And I love that. If you want to split up the time in rounds and increments, we are more than yes, we can do that straight through. No, my vagina hurts. <laughs> yeah. No, I'm not doing that. So right. as far as like tips for endurance, you you don't have to be fit. You don't have to be physically healthy, like in the sense of hitting the gym every day. But you need to stretch. You need to be mindful of your body. You need to be eating. I'm not saying eating like you in a competition, but you need to be eating right, doing your stretches because just like depending on how small you are, how big your partner is. You know, when you're riding, your hips have to spread to a certain point, and then you have to do the same motion constantly. And that's the same thing as in the gym. So you're prepping for that. But if you don't go to the gym, you don't do any physical activity, like even just walking, stretching, yoga, something, and you think you're just gonna be Meg the Stallion overnight? No. <laughs> <laughs> and this is what and this is why some girls complain how they don't enjoy sex or you know, this is too hard, this hurts me. It's because, you know, like you said, like when you go to the gym, you're stretching these different parts. Mm-hmm. So it, it is helping you later on yeah. in the bedroom. Yes. 
Mm-hmm. So yes. I also feel like I missed the first part of your question. Um, I said, how long should sex last and how can someone build their endurance? Okay. So I feel like people just play with the words when it comes to sex. To me, sex is from the foreplay to the coming. So mm-hmm. me, I love, oh God, I love, so I love, I love it. <laughs> I love it. So if you just skip that automatically, I don't even care about your needs. It's just okay. Let's just let's. People are just, okay, let's people just, are skipping foreplay. I've I've heard foreplay. Or is, that's how you gotta start. Some guys just think it's like a quick clitoris pump and then let's go. It's a and race. It's like, yeah. uh, you ain't gonna kiss my neck or nothing. Like, mm. and it's like uh, you ain't gonna kiss my neck or nothing. Like, <laughs> That's okay. Yeah, it don't always gotta be focused down there. Like, there's other aspects in combination with that, of course, that make foreplay. But enjoyable. that. But here's the thing. Like, like going back to exactly. the leading part, some men don't know how to and, lead. Exactly. They don't know how to lead. And girls out here doing foreplay, and they're leading them to yeah. do the foreplay. But men should be leading girls up, like, because it does take girls more time to actually be in the moment so you should be leading us to getting into the moment but you know some men can't do that and like the thing is like there's a a disconnect between the physical of a man and a woman so what i mean by that is men once they get hard they're ready to go us you know like when you leave your car out in the winter you gotta turn the car on let it heat up a little bit then you got the battery's dead (laughs) you heard me sometimes we need a triple a jump so Ooh, it's yeah. like, we're emotional. We want to feel that connection. That's what kind of gets us going. And there's when a man's not able to connect with that part of a woman, it's just kind of like, all right, get the KY. Because yeah. Yeah. <laughs> the KY, like, we give me no time. Get the KY. I mean, and it's just like, it's not even, I think a lot of, a lot of men also mistake us not being wet for us not being turned on. Yes. Mm. It's just like I am turned on just like the car. The car's turned on, but the car's still cold. Exactly. It's cold. You gotta warm it up. Warm it you gotta up. warm it up, baby. You gotta warm it up. You gotta show Feli. Warm it up. Warm it up. Because if you don't, that's really killing your battery. And that's gonna really be killing the mood. Exactly. And you wanna set you wanna set the right mood. Like Kendrick said, bitch don't kill my vibe. I'm actually gonna make this into like a a, a template on my Instagram. Okay, <laughs> <laughs> for real. Like, it's just, oh, yeah. guys, I hope you're listening to what she has to say. She's giving you gems that, to be honest, I'm, it, you guys should know, but it, honestly, a lot of you guys don't. No so judgment, but now you do. So implement that into your life, please. Right. And that's the beautiful thing about sex. Like, it doesn't matter where you're at. It doesn't matter how much you know. You can always learn. Mm-hmm. It's a learning it's experience. Dead end. It's just like, you may suck at sex now, and that's okay. Because you can get better. Yeah. And us women, we're nurturers. We willing to teach you. Mm-hmm. <laughs> we sure are. Because if so it's going to help me in the end, I'm definitely going to teach you. Right. And you, exactly. have pod- and you have podcasts like this that... Um, that invite- have guests like this. You have that- guests like this that teach you. <laughs> <laughs> but no. Like, like, get your egos out the way. And if you don't know, stop trying to... Just ask us. We will tell you. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So sometimes the ego thing too, where it's just like, oh, nah, nah, oh. Nah, a man's stop. ego, poor job, will kill any mood, kill any mood, all of it. Stop growing, yeah, exactly. <laughs> all that. Hmm. Next question that we have here: 
So I know you mentioned earlier that you give tips on fellatio, aka head. So mm-hmm. what are the tips, sis? What are you know? Let us know what are drop the some tips? gems. Drop some gems, and also is sloppy always better? Mm, spicy. It depends the mood. It depends the mood because, like, if it's like a sensual mood, you want to be sexy. You you want to add a little spit, but not too much. Not What's too much? Stuff. What's okay. too much? Got it. <clears throat> so, if you're trying to be on that tip, I say, but it's not. It's not always about. Oh yeah, it's sloppy and it was nasty. Da, 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 da. Sometimes it doesn't call for that. That's not even the mood. Like you go from sensual to like just straight up like, okay, Pamela Anderson. Like we okay. I, I didn't know this is what we were doing. So you know what I mean. So it's not always necessary. Um, a few tips. Oh, I have so many. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> so one thing you cannot give a guy the same head that's uncircumcised as a circumcised guy. Speak on that, please. Hmm. Please. Help me understand. All right, so I'll give a tip on that. So with a circumcised guy, you can add a little more suction in the mouth, all of that. But when you're dealing with someone who is not circumcised, you have to be more gentle. And the thing is, women like to work against the foreskin you work with it. That foreskin is your friend because it adds more sensitivity. So like when you peel it back, it, it you're working against it and you're not letting it work for you because it acts almost like a little hand. So it's just like, pretend it's a little hand and then just... Oh yeah? Oh yeah? <laughs> I understand what you're saying. <laughs> oh wow, okay. Is, I, I, I like that analogy. That makes sense. So you gotta play with um, my hands all go <laughs> You gotta play with the you got you gotta move with the foreskin, you said? Yes. Yes. Okay. Don't just peel back like a banana. Okay. Yeah. So you gotta you gotta move with the um yes. the skin. Got it, got it. Okay. That makes sense. You can't leave the skin behind. No man left behind. No man left behind. You gotta do it. You gotta include it all. Okay. One band, one time. (laughs) (laughs) I love it. I love it. I love it. Okay, that makes sense. I'm gonna think if there's any like questions about specifically giving head. So to the people who say I don't know how, I don't know what they mean by that. But I don't know. what are you like? Are you? Is it? You're adding too much teeth. You're adding too much suction. You're not going. But home. do. But do every guy like it the same way? No, no. Mm-mm. You gotta, no. you gotta know your partner enough to know. Yeah, yeah. So some people would like teeth. Some people will just like. You no, know, some people like tiles included. It might be a, it might be a kink. Well, I've never met a guy that likes teeth. Like maybe. And it's crazy because there is a way to do it with teeth without it like snagging, but that's like a whole different like. Her face is like, yeah, I'm like, I'm like, I'm gonna touch in my teeth. Like, I don't think they would want this on there. <laughs> if you if you like tuck your lip in, it acts like a look at me tucking my lip. Tucking my lips in, oh my god! Especially like if you have big lips, so like. I'll like put my tongue at. Okay, so I'll show. You see? Go ahead. Watch the episode. Watch the episode. Guys. She's showing us. Yeah, I gotta okay. actually, I'm sorry. Oh I gotta turn my head and watch this. I'll, <laughs> I'll take my uh, tongue and put it on my top lip, like that. 
to tuck it. Okay. Mm. But I'm using my tongue to show you guys, but my tongue would actually be his penis. Mm. So okay. Mm-hmm. So imagine my tongue as his penis. So my lips are actually covering my teeth, but you can kind of still feel the little ridges. Got I it. See. That makes sense. That, okay. okay, I have an important question for you. So a lot of guys don't know how to... I've heard, like, I we watch Horrible Decision, and they always talk about how some guys just don't know how to ask girls for head. So what is the proper way you can... Get, what is the proper way to ask a girl for head? And um, what tips can you give um, our guy listeners on what is the proper way I to do it? I just like, can you suck it? Yeah, that's like, <laughs> what is the proper way to do it? I just, I, I really don't even want to say there's a proper way to do it. I think it's literally the comfort level of the female. The reason I say that is because, okay, so, all right. <laughs> I, once I know she's laughing, I know it's about to be good. <laughs> Okay, like for me, he doesn't just say, "Oh, you gonna give me hair." I feel like it's not so stupid. Like, <laughs> why? That's how he said. No, he, no, he doesn't, doesn't say that. Oh, okay, okay. That's why I'm just like, because like that's why I said it depends on the person. So he came up with a name for me. He calls me Superhead. Oh, okay. So, so some what he'll do is just he'll just like be like, "Yo, yo, did you is Super coming through? Like, did you invite her?" it's just like he'll be like dang like dang super ain't been here in a while yo you kick her out like you know what i mean it's it's fun and when he says that how do you feel like doesn't that make you like does that make you excited it makes you giggly I, like, dang, I forgot you know uh i'm gonna her tonight you know what i'm saying so i will and it's let me call her up yeah so then it's it's almost like a um like a role-playing thing where it's just like, it feels like that's like my alter ego. So now when I'm actually doing it, I just feel like, oh, this ain't even Kathy no more. Super here, bitch. Like, you know what I mean? Live by your title. Oh, wow. <laughs> I like that. Yeah. I like that. So that, but I understand what you're saying. Like, it takes a certain level of comfortability because you have to come up with the nickname, all that. So I like that. I'm just like, maybe like, have, have, and the thing is like, People want to make sex so serious. Like, have fun with it. Like, mm. like super coming through is just like, dang, what happened? What happened to that, that that mouth that you used to? Like, you know what I mean? Or just like, be playful with it. But when you're just like, yo, you suck my dick. One, I feel like it just sounds pitiful. Me personally, yeah. I don't like that. You know, what my problem is talk about it, sis. These guys who ask for it, they don't read. They don't give it in return. Not saying that's the reason I'm giving it, but if you're comfortable giving it, you so should, asking for it, you should be comfortable so some, giving it. So there's some DJ Khaled's out here. There is, and I'm just like, especially I feel like once you have that comfort level, I'm not saying every time one does it, the other has to do yeah. it. Not necessarily, especially if it's like ongoing. Like we don't have any problems. Yes. But if we're just starting out, and you feel so comfortable mm-hmm. asking me. But you know you're not gonna give it. You're not gonna do it. I don't like that. Mm. I think that's a little like if you if you're bold enough to ask, you should be bold enough to dive in. Right. Like, that's just how I see. Here's it. my thing. Now that kind of changes the question because it's like, are we talking about established couples or are we talking about one night stands? You see, not even one night stands, so, but like 
fronts, like, you know, the situation. situation. Friends with benefits in the beginning, probably. Beginning stages. Okay, well, I'm gonna need to know if you give head in the beginning. <laughs> I think, I think it's okay if a guy communicates, like, listen, like, I don't like giving head, but, you know, if, if that's something Thank that you, you want to do. If you want it, you're gonna have to give it. Because I like giving it, but I'm not... If, if you're okay, if, okay, if you're okay with the fact that he doesn't do that, and you say you're okay with doing that with him, and it's just like, okay, well, that's your decision. But my thing is, if as soon as you say you don't, well, I don't either. I think, yeah. I think Next caller. Because I can't sit here and say, yes, I like to do this. But you don't want to give it to me, but I'm still gonna. That that doesn't make. It's not an equal transaction. It's um. It should be fifty fifty. It don't make sense. It don't make sense to me. It should be fifty fifty. Um. Oh, my question was, do you always need to use your hands when someone's your head? No. You see, my partner doesn't like that. Really? Wait, I, uh, your partner doesn't like what? Me using my hands. Oh, interesting. Because I've just always heard. Like, if you don't use your hands, there's no point. Which I technically, I didn't understand. Like, you're still, like, I feel like it would still be good, but... I I think it depends. Like, different men have different sensations, which is cool. But, not to brag. But I'm just like, my mouth is so bombed that I need to use hands. Super, super, what's super, super, what was your name again? Superhead. Superhead. Superhead, that's why she got the nickname. Yeah. She's living by her title. That's less work for me, so I'm gonna give it in. There you go. Mm. All right. Well then, uh, moving on. <laughs> so, our next question is on vaginal care. It's important, so, ladies. Should it smell? If it does, what should it smell like? We talk about self-love and self-care, but is there vagina self-care? And if it is, what do you think that includes? You should be taking care of your vi- vagina. What you eat, you are what you eat. I don't give a damn. Listen. What you eat, your vagina has specific foods. This is also my vaginal guide on my Instagram. But there are foods that your vagina loves and it thrives off of. There's foods that you should be eating because it helps your pH. One, I want to demystify this right now. Stop spraying Victoria's Secrets on your vagina. Oh, who doing that? People do that. People, when girls are getting dressed, and they don't spray it directly on, but they're getting dressed and they like, Hit that quick, like just. I like, I like, and I'm just thinking musty. I'm thinking musty. I'm thinking musty. No. I don't like that. The thing is, like, there's this preconceived notion that your vagina should smell like flowers. No. no. So my thing is, every vagina has a smell. It doesn't smell bad, but every vagina, like, it's almost like, you know, when you just smell something, and that's just the thing smell, but it doesn't stink. But you yes. just know, like, if you smell it, I know that's a vagina, but it doesn't mm-hmm. smell Yes, I know, yep. You get what I mean? Just, like, dicks. Dicks have a smell. They do. I smell it, I know it's a dick. It's the same thing with the vagina. Now, if it starts to smell like fish or some type of, like, odor, now you're looking at, like, a bacterial bacterial vaginosis or a yeast infection or a UPI. Um... Now that's different. You need to go, you need to go get that checked. But when it comes to like vaginal care, you should be, you shouldn't be using harsh soaps or like caressing Olay body washes and any flowery smell. No. So they, like summer I mean, Eve. I have to say you should be just using water because um 
your your vagina is a natural cleaner. It cleans itself out. I I back up. I can't just. I can't just. No, I personally am just very very mindful of the soaps that I use. Like me, I use like an all natural like eucalyptus peppermint um peppermint oil soap because those are natural antibacterials and all that. That's not made with all the fragrances and back um. Uh, sulfates and parabens i don't use that but my outer vagina yes i'm washing like i I can't just not mm-hmm. yeah i understand yeah um i was gonna mention like um do you recommend summer eve like for me i in the beginning i started using summer eve but the it's it's it, the fragrance is strong to me I heard too this many bad things. Long. I used it, to. It throws off your ph i heard so i completely stopped using summer eve. those things don't use it you said i personally do not only because if I can't just read the ingredients and know exactly what it is, most likely I will not be using it on my vagina. Mm. Because when I'm like, diamethicone, I'm just like, I don't know what that is. Like, <laughs> Yeah, you got to go on Google and be like, yeah. yeah. No. Mm-mm. So in terms of like vaginal care and like taking care of your vagina, would you recommend like, okay, shaving, waxing, you know. I wax. Wax. I just got into waxing. I got my second wax last week, and I hate pain. I hate life changing though. You will once you never, do it, you always keep doing you it. You'll never be that smooth again in your life. I've been waxing like nine years. years. Go ahead. She's a she. She's you an OG pro. to this. OG. Yeah, that's how I just like when people are like, oh, I never got. I'm like, girl. You know, the, the, the little bit of pain is worth it. I heard it's life-changing. It is life-changing. It is. With shaving, you are at risk for more. So, obviously, it grows back quicker. The razor bumps. Sometimes, it grows back in, like, two days, and you walk, and you want to itch for your vagina so bad, but you don't want to look like you got crabs. So then, on top of that, you're getting the ingrown hairs. And then, let's say you get the ingrown hairs, and, like, you pop it, and then that can open you up to infection. Okay, you're using a blade and you cut yourself or something happens. Now that's another risk for infection. So it's just kind of just like, yeah, no. I feel like the same way we like, we spend money on doing our nails, you know, getting nanny and petty, our hair. facials, our hair. V- vagina care is just very important. I think that. Invest- I don't have a budget for it. Yeah. Really? What? That is Fa- it's part of the whole facial care now. It's all about yeah, facial. Vagacials, that's what I got the other day. Wow. Yeah. Yeah, I recommend waxing, y'all. I'm a baby when it comes to pain. But really, honestly, where I went to, Bold Skin Beauty Beauty on Newberry, my girl Precious, it don't hurt like that. It really don't. And I'm a baby when it comes to pain. So I would recommend it. I heard in the beginning, yes, it does hurt. But as you keep doing it, it's kind of like, it's going for for a shot at the hospital. Yeah, and the initial pain isn't life-threatening. Like, you'll you'll be all right. You'll be okay. The lips, mm, but you'll be okay. (laughs) You'll be okay. I personally don't even like the lips is like the least painful one of the least painful for me. I hope I get to a point like that one day. Right, not right now. One day don't, though. Where don't I can get there. say that. We're building hey, up. Yeah, that. We're building up. Okay. I'm trying to think of this any questions before Yeah, before we wrap it before up. We wrap it up because this is this conversation. It was ah. spicy. It was juicy. Um guys, this is only just the limited amount for our episode. We will have 
further on, I know that we'll um, have her come back on. Oh, that. we're working with her somehow. Some we're way. working somehow. Okay, don't worry about. We're it. gonna either have a part two to this episode. We're, we're gonna, gonna even have a live, whatever it is. We won't have um, and we're, we're gonna go move on to our last segment for this episode, which is our Melanin Monday. So on this segment, she's gonna go ahead and tell you guys about her and where you guys can go follow her, where you guys can get her find her classes. So go ahead, Boo. Let them know where they can find you. Um, share all that you do with them and let them know. I'm shy. Okay. <laughs> so no, you guys can find me on Instagram at conversational freak. Um, it's not spelled any special way. It's spelled normally conversational freak. You guys can find my classes in the link in my bio. Also, if you are starting a business, I help businesses build their foundations. I help get them right. I help them turn their visions and idea into a foundation and a strategy plan so that they can have a business that's actually making money instead of being overwhelmed and feeling insecure and watching their competition kill it while they're just sitting there. It's just like, I don't know what I'm supposed to be doing. So I help them with that. I'm actually going to be in Atlanta in two weeks to do a seduction class. So this is but if you need to reach me, um, you can always email me, DM me, anything. Like I'm not those stuck up. Like oh no, you have less than 200 followers. I'm not gonna. No, I I answer anybody. It might take me two days, but I'm gonna answer you though. So yeah, that's what I have going on. Thank you. Yeah, We're gonna make sure to. Thank you. We're going to make sure to include everything um, down in the description so you guys will be able to go ahead and follow her. Yeah. Remember, DM her. She got she, she got answers, okay? So um, make sure you guys go follow her and make sure if you are... Um, if you haven't subscribed yet, go ahead and click that subscribe button. So once again, thank you, girl, for joining us. We enjoyed this episode. I hope you all enjoy this episode, too. And hope you guys can tune in to our next episode. Have a lovely day. Bye. Bye.